Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this is our legend segment. And we got a real legend on tonight. Key West, Florida State great, Mr. Corey Sawyer. Corey, welcome to the show, bro. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Greatly appreciate it. Man, I've been waiting to do this with you for a while, man. I've been waiting to do it for a while. So, man, glad to have you, man. Glad to have you. So, listen, man, let's start, man. Um, you're from Key West, Florida. Born and raised Key West, Florida. Played high school ball at Key West High School. Yes, sir. Right? Now, I'm interested because I don't know the whole backdrop. I don't, I don't even know the whole story about you when it comes to when you were growing up, uh, what position did you play in high school, first and foremost? Started out playing quarterback my whole high school career. Well, when I was a Pop Warner, obviously, they put the best players in running back and quarterback position. Right. But once I got to high school, I was a quarterback. Okay, good. I, I kind of think, you know, most of us who play corner at Florida State play quarterback in high school. Yes, indeed. Yes. I know I was a quarterback. Dion was a quarterback. I mean, we need to go down the list, man. You know, we all played that position in high school. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, it helped me a lot. When I moved to defense, totally moved to defense, the way I looked at the game, um, it really helped me a lot. Same here. Uh, you know, when you play offense, you read a defense, and then you have the tendencies that you, you know, you have on offense. And once you cross the ball on defense, you, you tend to see the same tendencies. Mm -hmm. So it made it a little bit easier for me to read offenses as well. But it, it, it made it good. <laughs> it made it good. So listen, man, so so let's talk about it. You know, you're from, you're from the real bottom. You know, everybody talks about the bottom being Miami. You know, people don't know how far Key West, Key West is south of Miami. So did you grow up in Pop Warner League or you? what kind of youth program you played in growing up? We had a pop, we had a city league back mm -hmm. there in West. We didn't have a Pop Warner. We just mm -hmm. had a city league. And you know, Key West is 90 miles away from Cuba. Yeah, so wow. we were very deep. We only had one high school as mm -hmm. well as Key West. Okay. So 
when we had a city lead, it was just the youth with multiple teams within just, it wasn't even a city. It was an island lead to Diggs. <laughs> wow, wow. But it, but it had to be special because one thing I know, where we come from, now I'm from Delray Beach, which I'm in Palm, from Palm Beach County, right? So what I know, the advantage that we have as kids in South Florida is the fact that the weather is always conducive to being outside playing football, man. And so when the guys up north are in the gym shooting hoop, we still outside throwing that ball. Yes, indeed, all year round. <laughs> all year round. So, so, all right, so, so you're a quarterback. And so now when you were coming out of high school, I got to ask you this question because I know a lot of people want to know this about you. How did you bypass Miami to go to Florida State? A lot of people ask me that question. Mm -hmm. And coming up as a quarterback, I actually wanted to go to Georgia. Ah, okay. Quarterback. Mm -hmm. But as I grew my sophomore and my junior year, mm -hmm. I felt I was a lot more aggressive mm -hmm. and I was the size of a quarterback. Right. I was more athlete. Mm -hmm. So what my coach used to do is when we play against the Miami teams, mm -hmm. schools in Miami and Fort Lauderdale, Mm -hmm. I had to play quarterback, and then I had to go play defensive back to stick their top receiver. Right, right, okay. See, so I kind mm -hmm. of fell in love with the defensive back because mm -hmm. everywhere one of their best receivers went, I went. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what I looked for as my sophomore and junior year. I started mm -hmm. to get that transition mm -hmm. to go to defensive back. Okay, okay. So People don't understand my position in making the choice to go from Miami mm -hmm. to Florida State. Mm -hmm. Now, growing up, mm -hmm. you knew Dion and mm -hmm. all of the guys were defensive backs at Florida State. Mm -hmm. You look at the Miami Hurricanes, mm -hmm. they didn't have great defensive backs. Mm -hmm. You know, that was like you guys at Florida State. Right. Mm -hmm. I went to the best position and best school that I can go to that fit my style and my mm -hmm. position. There you go. There you now, go. I've been a safety, mm -hmm. then I went to Miami. Went to Miami, right, right. I'm not sure you would have went to Miami, mm -hmm. but they had absolutely no top defensive backs. Wow. At that time. Right. That I can fit in and, and do my own style. So I looked at you guys and, right. you know, Right. And and that fit my style of defense back. Man, no doubt about it, man. Because you know it, it's amazing. You think about, uh, I think about me during during my time um, coming out of Florida State, um, playing the league in the early '80s, right? So my rookie year was 1981, and so after uh, coming to Atlanta, playing with the Falcons, when I kept looking back at Florida State, and I start to see the uh, the guys coming in there, the corners, you know, I saw Dion, I saw T-Buck, I saw Leroy Butler. And then mm -hmm. after a while, here come you and uh, Corey Fuller and, uh, you know, all of, I'm like, man, you know, we got this thing going, right? Right, right. So the flavor and what we were doing was very important. And then I think also the style of play we had. Mm -hmm. uh, was very important. The other thing I like to say, I, I even when I was at Florida State, one of the things that we did and we did well, Corey, was we did one on one. You know, when the corner, when the DBs got with the um, 
the receivers and quarterback, man, is a highlight of practice. Yes. Yeah, so, now, so now I can tell you this, Bobby, mm -hmm. and I know you can vouch for this. Mm -hmm. It was very intense. It was intense. It was intense. Matter of fact, I can remember pro scouts coming to practice before practice starts saying, well, when, when is one-on-ones with the receivers and corners, right? Mm -hmm. They couldn't wait to see us go at it. And so, and, and, and we had great uh, DBs and we had great receivers and quarterbacks throwing the ball. I mean, it was a highlight of the practice, man. It was. It was. And it, and it made us better. It made us, put it this way, it made me ready for Sundays. Indeed. Well, when we practiced during the week, mm -hmm. when we played on Saturdays, it was easy. Mm -hmm. Yes. We, we went with one of the top or several of the top receivers, you know, in college football. Mm -hmm. We practiced against them every day. Every day. So now you mm -hmm. go on Saturdays, it was easy. Right, right. You don't want to be arrogant or, you know, you don't want to be arrogant or things of that nature, but that is just how intense our week went with receivers. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, it was the greatest thing, you know. And then I, I, was, I was down there um, when, my, when my second son was um, um, transfer. He's going to transfer from Southern Cal. And we, we came back to Florida State to take another look. And so T-Buck was a, um, a cornerbacks coach um, on, on that roster. And so I'm, I'm at practice. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So I, I said, I say, Buck, man, what, what, what are we going to do one-on-one? His eyes got that big. He said, yeah. we don't do that no more. I go, what? Yeah. I said, you got to be kidding me. He said, we don't do that no more. I said, well, that's a problem. <laughs> that was a big problem. That's a big problem, you know, because, listen, man, if you can cover receivers without the line play against the kind of work you're going to get with guys who, who are fast, guys who knew how to run routes. Like, now, you played with, with Cass McCoy, right? Correct. Cass was one of the greatest route runners I've ever seen at Florida State. And we went at it every day. <laughs> you just said Kaz McCord was one of the best route runners. Mm -hmm. You imagine facing him every day. Every day, exactly. Now, when you get to Desmond Howard, no disrespect, right? Or you go to you know Lamar Thomas, the top mm -hmm. receivers in college football. Right. Around there. It wasn't easy, right. but it. You was up for the challenge. Absolutely. 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 And man, I, I tell you what, man, I enjoy watching you guys play, man. And, and here's the thing, man. You know, one of the one of the arguments I have with people uh, when, when I talk Florida State football is, you know, we are DB University. Now, a lot of people try to claim that, Corey. Yeah. You know, Miami try to claim it. Virginia Tech try to claim it. Ohio State want to claim it. Um, LSU want to claim it. Dude, let me just start naming these names. You know, then you'll get to, you you have forgotten most of our DBs that came out. Correct. You know, and, and so we, we got a strong tradition, man, and, and one that I'm very well proud of. Because when I came to Florida State, um, the guy that was a senior my freshman year, a guy by the name of Bobby Jackson, and uh, we call him Bojack. Bojack um, um, was a great corner man. And um, he got hurt his senior year and had like a 10-year career in the NFL with the Jets. And he oh, came wow. and played me with the Falcons uh, on his way out. But, man, you know, I had that guy up ahead of me. I'm looking at him. 
And I'm going like, I'm next, right? I'm next, I'm next, right? Yeah. And they're hoping and a wishing, right? Hope, but I'm, I'm playing my butt off. But the thing I learned from Bo Jack was how to play the physical part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, because you think about, you think back when I was playing Corey, um, it was more of a run lead. Okay. Okay, because everybody had a wishbone. Right. Or beer. Or, you know, just a power eye, you know, mm-hmm. like Georgia had an eye back then, right? And so it was about the run you threw when you have to. And so I only had to face, really, to be honest with you, two great receivers in a season. Oh, I wow. Mean, I, you know, a guy named Martin McDowell, who played for Mississippi State, we played them a lot when I was in school. He was um, considered the number one guy at one time in the nation. And then Chris Collinsworth, who played at Florida. Oh, know, yeah. Chris, yeah. Like six four, six five. You know, I'm five eleven, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some battles, man. So, I mean, you know, so so you know, back in our day, it was a different game. Even though we at Florida State, and and this is what was a good thing about Coach Bowden and our system, was the fact that back in those days when everybody was running the option, we was throwing the ball. Okay, we were throwing the ball, so nobody could deal with our receivers because. The corners in that day, you know, you, all they had to do really was run support. That was right. the best thing. Come up and tackle, correct. We come up and make the tackle, right? And so when you play in the SEC, and, and you know, you know, Coach Bowden, we played everybody. Anywhere. I mean, my my junior year, we played LSU on national TV, right? And, you know, they was talking all that stuff. We went up there, we beat them at their place, right? And then the next year, we went to Nebraska, Lincoln. We beat them out there, and then Pitt came to Tallahassee the next week. Probably, well, one of the best college teams ever ensembled when you consider the pros that they had on the team, right? Okay. I think they had 16 draft choices my senior year. I mean, and you got Hall of Famers on that roster, right? And so, but they came to Tallahassee, we beat them half near to death, right? So, so we, we played everybody. We, we didn't hide from nobody, man. No, and we didn't. I, and I think that had a lot to do with um, Coach Bowden's genius because what I remember, man, was when we when we would go to Nebraska and win at Nebraska. The next year, we'll have guys on the roster from Nebraska. You know, we'll have big linemen from Nebraska. Uh-huh. You know, from 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 Pittsburgh. You know, from from all these places that we played, they start to come to Tallahassee to play football. So it, it was it was a beautiful thing, man. And for me, an old guy. To look at you guys, man, I, man. Let me tell you something. Y'all made us proud, bro. Y'all made us proud. And we and we greatly appreciate it. But you know what, Bobby? It was it was the little things that we did. We, mm-hmm. we you know a lot of a lot of college teams used to come to watch us on TV, watch us play. Mm-hmm. Because we were so good. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, we worked and we competed. Oh, Every single day, mm-hmm. you know how Mickey Andrews was. <laughs> battle, you got to run. That's right. And in in nine out of ten times, the offense didn't want to lose, and the defense didn't want to lose. Lose. That's right. That made us a complete football team. Absolutely, absolutely. Stars on the field. It was one unit at one time going at a common goal. And that was defeat the offense. There you go. There you go. 
Vice versa for the offense. Oh, and how we battled every day. Mm -hmm. And it just pan out that the team that we faced, we were just that much better. Right. Absolutely. Well, you know, your senior year, man, it, it was a phenomenal season. Um, and, and you know, it was so it was so important. Um, that that year, your last season was the pivot was the year. And so, you know, for guys like me, now we came close. We never played for a title, but we were ranked as high as number two in the country my senior year. And then my junior year, we had our first undefeated regular season uh, class at FSU. So we ran the table, went 11-0, and and lost the Orange Bowl, and came back the next year and was ranked number two going into the bowl game, the year Georgia won the title. And so we were close, but never, never got the opportunity. So... When we watch you guys play, you you were knocking on the door for a few years there, right? Yep. Knocking on the door, and then when you guys went and played that game up in Notre Dame, and we lost that game, I was like, oh, that's it, you know, because you know back then you lose one game, you were out. Yep. Yep. Right? yep. And so, so the beauty in it was Notre Dame lost the next week and put us right yep. back, put us right back in play. Yep. And y'all took care of business from that point on, man. Well, again, it was only in, in college football back in the 90s, it mm -hmm. was two teams standing. That's right. And it was between us and Miami. There you go. Whoever won that game out of Miami, they were going to be the national championship. There you go, Corey. I, I agree with that. We lost by a wide right. Miami got there. And mm -hmm. two, we lost by a wide right. Miami got there. That's right. 93, we beat Miami. Right. Lost to Notre Dame, but we got there. We won okay. it all. Right. That's right. That's right. We gave Notre Dame, let me, I'm sorry, Notre Dame probably out of all the college football games I've played, mm -hmm. they had to be the most physical team. Oh, yeah. That, and, and we were a physical team. Right. Exactly. Brooks, you know, Devin Bush, mm -hmm. myself, you know, we had a tough team mm -hmm. but Notre Dame said we don't care how tough you are we're going to run it down your throat and we right. not handle it that day right right but again they shot their wad <laughs> season was based upon beating us right right exactly and right back to who they are and they don't <laughs> so my point is everybody in college football was geared around trying to beat us. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, man, they had to because y'all. I mean, bro, y'all, y'all were working it, man. Y'all were working it. Uh, I, I flew down. Um, I'm gonna say it, it was either 1990 or 1989. It had to be 89 or not. It could have been 90, but. We were ranked number one in the country, and Miami was ranked two. And we played in Tallahassee. That was a wide right day. That was 91. That was 91. I was standing on the sideline and had a game the next day, man. I was on the standing up for four, four quarters. Yeah. I, was, I didn't care. I wanted to see that game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and so I think about that roster. That roster was loaded, man. Yeah. So we have we have put it together, you know. The, and Corey, I'm gonna say this about a football season: the hardest thing to do in a football season is to go undefeated. 
I don't care how good you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is the hardest thing to do, you know, because sometimes the team get too cocky. Mm-hmm. They start to smell themselves, and they get out there and they, they, they lose a game that they're not supposed to lose, right? Not even against a great opponent. Talking about the Notre Dame game, because they lost to what? Boston College the next week. Very next week. The very next week to Boston College, you know, after beating you guys. And so y'all went right back in there. And so, right. so it's hard to do that. But when you've got players like you got, and then when you got the greatest football coach, head coach on the planet, you know, the greatest motivator, um, the, the coach that nobody wanted to let down, right? Right. And you had coaches like Mickey Andrews, Coach Gladden, Odell, and everybody pushing buttons, right? Yeah. On the other side, just pushing you, pushing you, and you putting the work in. Hey, man, I, I know I didn't, I didn't, I, I expected to win. I we all did. Mm-hmm. That is that was given to us, like you said, from the greatest one of the greatest coaches. In our opinion, would be the greatest coach of all time. It came from the top. That's right. And he installed that in us all the way down to the trainers. That's right. So you know, we we talk about how good Florida State is, but it was a culture it was that a we and being the best. That's right. That's right, Corey. That's right. You say it was from all the way from Coach Bowen to all the way to the trainers. Everybody. Everybody was one accord, and that's how he led his troops. That's right. That's right. I, I tell you, it, it was a great time. I'm gonna I'm gonna call some names out. And I'm gonna call these names out and t- tell me about these people, right? <laughs> okay. Because man, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, I played with some great guys at FSU, hands down. But you played with some dogs, right? Yes, I did. And so when I say Derek Brooks, what do you think? Warrior. Warrior. Man. Him and Marvin Jones, hands down, was warriors. <laughs> tree. <laughs> great warriors. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I, I tell you, some of the greatest football players between those two guys, you know, you, when you start talking about Marvin, woo, bro. What about Derek Alexander? Tenacious. Tenacious, wow. Got to the quarterback, any means. The defense, I'm going to give you a, a locker room tip. Okay. <laughs> In the 90s, anytime they lined up and put that finger in the ground, they used to say, party to the quarterback. <laughs> you meet me there. Meet me there. <laughs> I love it. Derek Alexander, you had Marvin Jones, yeah. you had Brooks, you had, uh, um, uh, well, uh, what's your other boy? Yeah. Howard Dick, probably earlier. You had, you had Sterling Palmer. Ooh. All boys was on that line. Man. And they meant business. Call simply. They usually meet me to the quarterback because that's <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I love it's it. From talk. No matter if a linebacker blitzing, or no <laughs> not, you meet me to the quarterback. That's the party spot. That's the fire. I love it, man. I love it, man. And see, and see now, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you talk about culture, see, that's what we're talking about, right? That's what we're talking about. So what we create in that locker room 
and what and what we created on our team what was, was special you know the relationship you know what we're trying to accomplish and then the, the thing is that we had those dogs up front but man did we have a skill in the secondary we did so, so when i think about you that last year we had you we had clinton abraham yep we had devin bush yep right that's yeah. a heck of a secondary right there, dog. Yeah, Corey Fuller coming in a nickel. Say that again? Corey Fuller was it a nickel? And Corey Fuller was it? Bruh. Yeah. Look at him. It don't get no better than that. No, no. Bruh, it don't no. get no better than that, man. You, you know, Corey Fuller. You, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, Corey, when we played there, we we were like thoroughbreds. You, you and I, Dion, T-Buck, you know, uh, Abraham, we were like thoroughbreds, real skilled. When I look at Corey Fuller, he was that dog, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was that dog. And, you know, he, he was that real physical corner, right? Yep, yep. Probably, probably could have played safety. Yep. You know, probably could have played, could have got in the box and played a little linebacker. Yeah. You know, he was that guy, right? Yeah. He- <laughs> and we had, and we had a few of those guys over the years, right? You know, we had a few of those guys over the years that came to us like that. You know, most of us was thoroughbred. He was a different, he was a different cat. He was a very physical, big corner. Big corner, man. Before he got there. I got into Florida State, well, 5'10", about 160. Uh-huh. 60, probably sweat. <laughs> he was about 170, 175 and solid. Wow. So, you know, lifting those weights. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He became even more physical. Wow, wow. Now, to mention, if you guys, I'm going to take you a little bit back further. Uh-huh. That guy, Derek Brooks, wasn't a linebacker. He came in as a safety. He came in as a safety, right? Wow. He was just too aggressive to play safety. <laughs> well, well, think about it. Think about his ball skills on the yeah. edge. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this man, you know, even in the league, he's got more interception returns for touchdowns than any linebacker in the history of the game. Yeah. Think about that, right? Yeah, I mean, even at Florida State that year, y'all won the title that year last year. I think like some there's a stat somewhere like the first five or six games, he had scored more points than your opponents. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you tell you what, he he had the ball skills yes. as a safety mm-hmm. and everything else as a linebacker. Wow. Put those two together. Uh, you got Derek Brooks. Yeah, you're special, special yeah. man. Special. He's just he's special. And another thing, Bobby, that a lot of you know fans or a lot of people that used to watch us play, mm-hmm. they just never knew we practiced catching the ball as much as receivers did every day. That's good. That's good now. Every That's good. day That's good. You caught the football just like receivers did. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's where skills right and they stay tight 
They stay tight. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that, man. I like that, man. Because, you know, one, one of the things, you know, we, we got to do we're playing defense. Now, we want to hit hard. We want to be physical. But we got to turn that ball over. Of course. We got to turn that ball over. And, and y'all did good. Y'all, y'all did good. Now, you, you, you and Clifton Abraham on the corner, man, that had to be special. <laughs> both, both of you guys were all Americans. Yes. So you were doing work. I mean, y'all just were not there. Y'all were doing work. We were. We were. But we prepared for that because he was my roommate, you know. He was my roommate in college. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Marvin Jones was my roommate my first year. Okay. And then Clifton and I became roommates mm-hmm. my sophomore and my junior. I left as a junior. Okay, okay. And me and Cliff was roommates the last two years. Wow. And we used to watch film together with Coach Andrews. Ah, okay. Knew what one did, I had to do the other. That's right. And we challenged ourselves every day to outdo each other. It wasn't a jealousy thing. It was just a competition thing because, you know, it was something we wanted to get to as a common goal was being Mm -hmm. the best corners as oh, absolutely. a absolutely absolutely and, and you know you went there to be to, to do that Corey. you know the 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 page was set when y'all got there the tradition was set when y'all got there and, right. and you guys went in there with that in mind that hey look i want to be just as good as those guys who guys who were there before correct absolutely and mickey, mickey helped that you know uh mickey used to watch we used to watch film on you mm-hmm. We used to watch film on on uh, uh Leroy Butler, Dedrick Dodge. Mm-hmm. But you know what Mickey never allowed us to do? What's that? Watch Dion. <laughs> That's a reason for that now. That's a good reason a, for that. Because he was just so special that Dion didn't have the proper technique. He didn't do it the right way all the time, but he was just special in his own way. You know, it's amazing you said that because when he was in Atlanta, you know, we were roommates in Atlanta. You know, I was, matter of fact, when he was a rookie, I was in my ninth season. Okay, I didn't know and, that. Okay. And, yeah, and so we played what? I played um, um, three years with Dion. Four, four, four seasons. I played four seasons with Dion. And so I would always remind the, the guys who were coming up, everybody wanted to be like him, right? Mm-hmm. But you didn't have the speed. You couldn't do. You gotta. You gotta be sound. You you can't do what Dion do. And I, I agree. I agree with that because he was a special guy. He it was so special that oh, man. you you couldn't even understand his makeup speed. Oh. He, he just was a gift. We were all gifted, but he yeah. had something just different. He, he had another level because I, I tell you, man. I you know I, being on the field with him in Atlanta. Now, when I came in, I could run, right? I was, a, I, was, I was the fastest guy in the draft in 1981, right? And I was a track All-American at Florida State. And so I get to, um, when Dion came in my ninth year, i never forget something he did in a game. And, and Corey, I had to shake my head. I like that. I'm like, did he do that? Did I just, did I just see that? It looked like cartoon. Yeah. And, and so... I've never seen a guy on the football field with speed like that at all. No. Now, you know, I, I played with, against and with guys who had speed clockwise, but they didn't have football speed. 
Correct. Yes. There's yes. A there's a difference in that. See, Big Jerry difference. Rice. Jerry Rice was a four six forty, but he had football speed. Yep. Right. And so he yep. ran like he played football like he was a four three guy. Mm-hmm. So, so, but Dion, man, I've, I've seen him do some things. And just to this day, man, I'm still shaking my head, man. Yeah, and that's that's one reason why Mickey never allowed us to watch Dion on that perspective. Right. But he allowed us to watch him because he played the ball so well. So well. Absolutely. When that ball was up in the air, it was his. Oh, it was his. It was his. And his ball skills and his just position, that was special to watch. Yes, it was. Made us start to get in position, mm-hmm. not to be like him, but to be in position to make that play. To make that play, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well I tell you, the other thing about Dion that, that freaked me out when I saw him, the first time I saw him. Now, we talked on the phone a few times. You know, Florida State guy, you know, I got his number and talked to him a few times on the phone. But Dion was a big corner, man. <laughs> yeah. See, Corey, I came in the league, so so I, I listen at you. I'm laughing at you, right? Because you said you came from Florida State, you 5'10", about buck 60, right? Yeah. All right, check this out. Now, I've been 5'11 since the eighth grade, right? So I've been the same height since the eighth grade. I haven't grown not a half an inch since the eighth grade. Oh. But when I went to Florida State, man, I weighed 145 pounds. Oh, wow. Wow. A buck 45. And, um, and so it, it was kind of funny. And then when I came out uh, four, four years later, because, you know, we couldn't come out early during my time. We had to play four years. Right. Okay. And so when I came out, I got drafted 155 pounds. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know the thing that got me because a lot of people say, "Well, how do you get drafted in the first round?" I said, "Well, first of all, I could play, right? Mm-hmm. I was I was physical." I said, "But you know, I would have pro scouts come to to, to track meets to see me run." Uh huh. So you know, you play a corner, you got to be able to run. And see, I, I came along. I came along in the time where the bumper run rule had changed because Mel Blunt made them change the rule. Uh. Because Mel Blunt was beating Mel Blunt like 6'4, 220 playing corner. Think about mm-hmm. that. And he was just beating guys up all down the field. So they changed the rule. And then guys like me became a commodity. Yes, yes. Cat quick. Cat, Cat quick. quick. Cat quick. And so, yep. so yeah, so I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Mel Blunt. Every time I see him, I give him a high five. <laughs> I appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So listen, man. So now you're playing on that last team, the, the, the national championship team, and we just talked about you guys in the secondary. But on offense, we were special too. I mean, we were, we were led by Charlie Ward, who really, man, Charlie Ward, what he did the, the, his last two years at Florida State was very impressive. You know, um, of course, he won the Heisman Trophy that year. He was our first Heisman Trophy winner. And we won the national title. Um, we had guys like Zach Crockett playing fullback and William Floyd. Yep. I always told people this about Florida State. We were a physical ball club. And we always had the best fullbacks on our roster. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had some we had some dogs, man. And so you had those two guys right there. And then Sean Jackson was your horse. He was your thoroughbred. Yep. 
And Warwick Dunn was a puppy at the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but he was get, he was getting it in a little bit there. Yeah, yep. he was getting it in. So let's talk a, a little bit. We kind of talked a little bit about Kez, right? Because Kez was one of the wide receivers on that roster. Tell me about Vanover, Tamar Vanover. Now, Vanover was special mm-hmm. returning kickoffs. Okay. Uh-huh. That's where his specialty came in and came uh-huh. in strong. Okay. Kez was our go-to guy, mm-hmm. route runner. Mm-hmm. And Shannon Baker was our speed guy. Uh-huh. And Matt Fryer just caught everything across the middle. He caught everything. And he did the licks. Mm-hmm. So we had, you know, we had dissect the field. Mm-hmm. Ed can give mm-hmm. you everything. Shannon can give you up and down. Uh-huh. And give you in the middle. Mm-hmm. So then you had Knox that came off the bench, six wow. four five. Wow. And was able to do the same thing that you know, all three was able to do. May not be as much as Kaz route running. Right. But Knox will come in and give you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, three or four or five good catches good down catches. the Right, right. It was very difficult for mm-hmm. teams to match up with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then you had Lonnie Johnson, the mm-hmm. big end, with, you know, first, second round of the Buffalo Bills. That was another matchup problem. That's right. That's right. Wow. So, you look so at that so we had a lot of power over there. You had a lot of power. And yeah. then you had Clay Shower snapping the ball. Clay, yeah, yeah. Yep. So so all around, man, we, we were solid, more than solid. And um, and like I say, man, that was a special year for all of us. You know, I'll never forget, man, how I was just following you, man. We won that title, man. I'm in my house crying like I was out there, right? <laughs> but, but I was out there, my, right there, right? I was out there with my, in my heart, man, because my, my, my blood bleeds garden and gold. It, it, there's nothing like FSU, and I, I'm quite sure everybody feels that way about their place. But, man, we had a special place, man. It was special. And, and Corey, not only just with the players that we played with, it was special for my parents, you know, um, the way Coach Bowden treated parents. You know, my dad, my dad, until a few years ago, before Coach Bowden um, passed, if Coach Bowden was within two hours of my hometown, my dad would get my brother-in-law taken to here and speak. That's the kind of impact he had on my family, right? Yeah. And and I'll never forget this. My grandmother, man, on her dying bed, I went to see my grandmother in 1998 before she passed, right? Went to her house. She was in the bed. And we were talking. And my grandmother, all she talked about, Corey, was Coach Bobby Bowden and how he treated them when they came to Tallahassee. Uh-huh. Those were the last words I had with my grandmother. Oh, uh, really? Really? So, so it, it, was, it was special, not just for me, but for everybody in my family. Yeah. Everybody in my family. So, it, 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 man, I, bro, I, I, you know, I, I don't know about people who went to other schools, but I had a real experience. I had a a great experience as well. And I'm quite sure you get the question asked all the time before Coach Bowden passed. Question would be, is Coach Bowden really the way he is in person (laughs) on TV? That's right. Everybody want to know that, right? Everybody want and I give him one answer. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. 
camera show. It was just who he was as a genuine coach. Genuine man. Go person. Absolutely. Well, I, I, I tell you, um, I learned so much from him, right? Um, and, and then I'm still kind of piecing things together from his life way back in those days that I could I can hear him say something that is speaking to me more now than it did back then. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I used, to hear, I used to hear him say that philosophy, faith, family, and football, you know, but I, you know, it didn't really gel with me back then. Right. But now, now I get it. You know, now I get it. You know, the man had his priorities in line. And there's a principle, there, there, there's a, 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 a harvest on the principle that, he, that he's talking about that's true. And so, but I didn't learn that till a little later in life. And well, so, we all got to school. We were young and we didn't understand that we great. Didn't understand everything. Exactly. Yeah. But his life is still speaking to me today. It is still speaking to me today. And, wow. and Corey, I, I'm just telling you now, you, you know how football, you know, especially back in the old day, you know, things are changing now, right? But football was football. Coaches were coaches. You know, um, I thought it was odd that Coach Bowden didn't curse. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I never did. No, he didn't. Because, you know, even even when I was nine years old playing youth football, coaches were cussing everybody out. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this man, is, this man is different, right? Yeah. But... What, what, and, and one of the things that he did, the, 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 you know, when you ask him what was his key to his success, and he would say this, he would say, well, you've got to have a good coaching staff. He'd say, so we hire, I got the best coaches around me, right? Mm-hmm. And he did. And he yes, did. He, yes, he did. He did. And so with those guys, and because he was so successful, the, the Lord blessed him. He's yes, standing one. He's standing at one spot for what? Thirty six years. Yeah. Some some crazy amount of years he was at FSU. That's that's not that's not heard of anywhere. No, absolutely not. And not only that, Bobby, mm-hmm. he had the assistant coaches stay right with him. He stay right with him. Stay Think right. With him. Think about yeah. that. So let me ask you this, Corey. Who was the coach that recruited you? Was it um, Coach Amato? Yep, Chuck Amato. Oh man, he's a great. He- he's a great recruiter. Very great recruiter, but you know now he he, he handled all South Florida. <laughs> he, had, he had he had everything. He had Liberty City too, didn't he? <laughs> man, as well. Oh man, I, hey, I, you know what? When he left, I got mad. I said, "Now he had to mess up our South Florida recruiting right there." <laughs> <laughs> he got us all. He got us all. Yeah, man, but that that's good, man. Well, well, man, listen, man. You know, like I say, man, I um. I'm honored to have you on the show tonight. Um, you, you know, I look, I, I, I enjoy all your, your, especially your playing days. But, but what I've heard about you, Corey, you, you're just as good a man as you were as a ball player, and your reputation precedes you. Um, and and, it, and it's good to say that you're my brother, right? You're my yeah. brother. You know, Indeed. the real DBU, FSU, right? Yes. And, and so, so real quick before we go. Tell the people something about you that we don't know. Oh, that's kind of tough. <laughs> well, 
I was a one thing I want people to know. I was a I was a blessed football player, and I played at a high level, mm-hmm. and I played at the NFL for, for for quite some time, and I played at a high level there. Mm-hmm. And overall, once I played the game, I played as a celebrity, mm-hmm. and when I walked off the field, I wanted to be known as a a good person, Amen. Amen. a father. Yes. I celebrity anymore i want to just like you you know so Mm -hmm. i was the corey sawyer playing football Mm -hmm. the celebrity and once i got off the football field i wanted to be a well-respected man in Mm -hmm. society amen amen i live my life today Mm -hmm. and i i got a son that's 20 20 years old Mm -hmm. and i teach him the same way you always carry yourself with character. Absolutely. And we all played the game. We was all the celebrities playing for Florida State. But mm-hmm. once those lights went off and we got mm-hmm. on the football field, mm-hmm. I wanted to just be a very good person. That's great. Very- that's great. Because I, I tell you, that's what it's all about. And, and especially, Corey, when you, when you are a former player or a current player, you have so many kids that look up to you. Correct. You know, I, I'm I'm 63 years old, right? And a lot of my heroes are still living from my oh, hometown, and I, and I call them like still like I'm a little kid, man, to this day. Yeah, yeah. They have had influence over me. You know, I I looked up to them, and a lot of them are great men. And so, and I talk to them on a regular basis, man. Uh, you yeah. know, I call them. I'm still that little kid watching them play. At yeah. Carver High School in Delray Beach, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so it's 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 up to us when or anybody who has somewhat of a celebrity, you know, to give back. And how you give back is through the kind of person that you want to be. Yeah, having good good character and being a person of integrity. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? always want to carry your best foot forward. And you always want people to think, or not even think, you want to be able to, to speak to people uh, on the field and off the field and speak to kids because they do look up to us yes. and just blessed to play the game. Yes. We're different from no one else. No one we else. That's right. Play the game. That's right. That's right. Man, we that's- have- we're fathers, we're husbands, we're that's men right. just right. like you. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. Well, look, man, you are a blessing, man. And thank you so much for being on, man. You going to any games this fall? I am looking forward to it. Like I said, we're in Puerto Rico now. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I get back, uh, it was very difficult for me to go last year because my son played out in Kansas, play basketball. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to getting back and watching what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, expectations are not there. Because we had expectations back then when we was playing because we achieved goals each and every year. Yes, we did. That's right. Expectations were winning mm-hmm. a national championship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With this group here and in this era here, mm-hmm. just win more than you did last year. Right, right, right. With expectations are not winning a national championship in my mind. Right. Do better than you did last year. And let's build the blocks mm-hmm. back to mm-hmm. Florida football winning 11 games a year right and we can look at a national championship after that after that yeah 
Well, we, 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 we got to better recruit the way we were recruiting Coach Bowden was there, right? Right. Because he got everybody. When we, when we talk about the guys who played with you on that roster, that was just that year. You had plenty of guys on, the, on that played with you in your, in your time at FSU that were major contributors to our program and to yeah. the game of football in itself, man. So we got to get back to that level. You know, I got to get there. I, this is what I look for, right? When I go, I'm looking for interior interior play. I'm looking to see what we got on the D-line and our offensive line, right? Right, right. You know, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, um, edge rushers like Derek, like Peter Bowyer, like Spain, like Wilson. See, I'm looking for those guys. I'm looking for Ron Simmons, right? I'm looking for all those guys. You know, we got to get back to bringing them in on that level again. You know, and and and, and then I believe we can make a push, right? But now, now with this got doggone transfer portal, man. Good gracious! <laughs> and I think that damage, and it, it damaged college football. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Bobby? Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to a lot of kids, um, and I always talk about. Back in the 90s and the 80s, we fought for what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And for me, Cliff came out as the number one corner in the country. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Wow. I was three. Right. Wow. I was six, somewhere in there, five. Wow. Man. Had, and, and, and if you remember Steve Gilmore. I remember Steve. He was ranked in the country. Yes. Devin, my 90 class, we had five. Wow. In the country, wow. coming in the first state. See? And you had that guy, Terrell Buckley, was in front of all of us. That's right. And we went there saying, we're going to play somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if it hadn't then happened and we got redshirted, which I did, mm-hmm. and Clifton Abraham got redshirted, mm-hmm. of course, Thing got hurt and I got hurt. Corey Fuller was the only one started this freshman year. Okay. Mm -hmm. But we never transferred. We just we just sharpened our axe. There you go. Time we're ready to perform. And you went to go. You went to work. We went to work. You went to work. Egos wasn't in the way. And competition. You wasn't afraid of competition. Wasn't afraid of competition. And these guys now. If you're a star and you come and you don't play right away, you want to transfer. They want to transfer. That, that's crazy. The way to success, mm-hmm. because that means you don't want to fight the battle. Yeah. You want the battle there to be for you. There you go. There you and go. And that legacy that we have, mm-hmm. that the young generation just don't have. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That that's the difference, bro. It's the difference and the, and difference, the culture. The only school that has that same culture that we had back then, and I hate to say it. Oh, yeah. Alabama. Alabama, no doubt. No they doubt. They got tough culture. Yep. They got that mean dog in them. Mean dog in them. That's right. And all your athletic ability, I'm going to get it out. You. I'm going to get it out. You. And, and, and listen, that's why you need coaches like that. Need you know, coaches. Like that, to get to put you over, right? To put you over, it's in you, but I, you, we can't do it on our own. You, you got to be pushed. No, and if you're a three star, and you better than that five star, I'm going to play the three star because he right. performed better and than you. Is. There it is. 
ain't giving nobody nothing. Nope. You have to, and that's why Nick stay continue to be on the top of the mountain right. every year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, look, man. Well, hey, man. Thank you so much for being on here, man. God bless you, man. Hey, man. Take me some pictures and send me some pictures of Puerto Rico. I ain't never been, I've never been to Puerto Rico. I've never thank been. you. Thank you for having me, man. And you give me oh. a call. I'm call away. So if you need me, uh, I, I can make myself available for you at any time, brother. Well, well one day, one day I gotta get you. I had T Buck on. I gotta get the, the, the everybody on the, with the same group. Get Abraham on. Get us all on the same time, man. We'll have a lot of fun with that. But you let me know, and I can I can be able to pass some numbers to you and see if we can all can collaborate and get there at the same time. All right, we will, man. Well, listen. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time: this show is presented by Bet Online. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for tonight. If you like the show, comment, share it with your friends. I'm your host, Bobby Butler, and we had the great Corey Sawyer from FSU, Cincinnati Bingo Man, with us tonight. God bless you, man. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.